What about the Ten Commandments? How do you pull the fourth one out? You don't have to pull the fourth one out. You have to see that all of them reflect the moral law of God. It's just the ceremony of the Sabbath observance was clearly not instituted for us. But let me show you what I mean. Basically, the Ten Commandments are like two tablets, four on one side, six on the other. The first four is about loving God supremely. You don't have any other gods before him. What does that mean? If we love God, we surrender to him. If you love him supremely, he's in charge. There's no other God. Uh, don't make yourself any carved image. Love follows the true and living God. We are his sheep following him. If you love God, nothing else can take his place. You don't follow others. How about not taking the name of the Lord your God in vain? Love honors. If you love God supremely, you honor his name. It's really hard for us. We're called Christians. We're supposed to be little representatives of Christ. We're supposed to honor the name of Christ. I remember once, many years ago, a man was nominated to be a deacon in a church in another state where I pastored. And everyone was aghast. They came to me. They said, do you know this guy? I said, oh, he's everywhere. He works, he mows, he cleans, he paints. They said, have you ever seen him between Monday and Friday from 8 to 5? I said, no, no, I never have. They said, you need to. He is the, the least representation of Christ. They said he will snooker anybody on any deal. He, he is the most dishonest businessman in town. But boy, he loves to work at the church. He doesn't honor God's name just in, you know, in the building maybe, but not outside. Remember the Sabbath day. What is that about? Love is intimate. If you love God supremely, you want to spend time deepening your relationship with him. It's kind of like marriage. Marriage is because you find one person in the whole world you want to spend all your time with, and you're just drawn irresistibly toward them. That's what the Sabbath day is about. Only God says, don't just be drawn to me one day a week. Be drawn to me every day. And you can find and, and seek me any day because love is intimate. Now, the other side of the Ten Commandments are the six about how we're supposed to love our neighbors ourselves. Honor your father and mother. If you love your neighbors yourself, you would never dishonor anybody. Don't murder. If you love your neighbors yourself, you wouldn't harm anybody. Don't commit adultery. If you love your neighbors yourself, you wouldn't defile them their wife, their husband, or even their kids. Don't steal. If you love your neighbor, you don't take what's theirs. Don't bear false witness. If you love your neighbors yourself, you would never lie to or about them. See, it's a re God's character hasn't changed. God's character uh, is that, that, that he is truthful and, and, and loving and honest and all that. It's applied to us, showing us how we live out a reflective life. Uh, don't covet. If you love your neighbor, you never want to have what's theirs. It's theirs. God gave it to them. He'll give you what's for you. So how does this come to us in the New, New Testament? Let's close with this. Turn your Bibles from Romans to Hebrews 10. I want you to actually see this in your Bible. Hebrews 10, 16 is a quotation in the New Testament of the Old Testament. You probably have a footnote saying that this is quoted from Jeremiah 31, 33. In Jeremiah 31, 33, God is talking about the New Covenant, the Old Covenant at Sinai, the New Covenant through the blood of Christ. And Jeremiah is prophesying about what we partake of on this side of the cross. That's why at the communion service, the first one, Jesus said, this cup is the New Covenant that's in my blood. What, what is a New Testament or New Covenant Christian like? Hebrews 10, quoting Jeremiah, 600 years before Christ. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days. What days? Hebrews 11 ends with a verse that says, 
that this side of the cross, we, without them, uh, we partake of what they are now getting to partake in because the new covenant was ratified by Christ on the cross. And all of the Old Testament could not be saints, could not be perfected until Christ's death on the cross. Then that sacrifice was applied toward them, to them, and in them. Well, what, what does the new covenant do? Look at this. This is what happens. This is how you know if someone's really been saved. When someone gets saved, it's not if they repeat after me this set of words. It's whether God puts his laws into their hearts. That's what a saved person is. They get a whole new operating system. You know, I'm doing some work getting ready for uh, the conference, and the only way I can communicate with this server that I need to communicate with is with a PC. It rejects Macintosh. It's dumb, but it does. And so I have to drive all the way over here, because we don't have one of those PCs in our house, you know, and I have to drive all the way over here to communicate with this server, because it will only listen to a PC. Not an iOS system, but a DOS-based system. It will only listen to that. Why? Its operating system refuses anything else. God says, I am going to give you a new operating system, and your operating system from now on rejects everything except my law. And my law is written on your heart and in your mind. And so you and I, wherever we go, know right and wrong. Because we look at the situation, we say, that does not conform to God's moral character. That does conform to God's moral character. And, and that is what the new covenant is all about. Not me trying real hard and give me a list and I'm going to do it and I'm going to try my hardest, but God giving me a new heart and his spirit gets grieved and quenched when I don't obey and, and agree with him. And when that happens, I confess, I say, once again, I confess I was not truthful, I was not loving, I was not graceful, I was not patient, I was not orderly, I was not loving. You've already forgiven me, cleanse me. I want to have, I want to live Christ in this world. And that's why forever, you know what we're going to be singing? About our God who is holy and how we were forgiven and how Christ died in our place.